Praise the Lord. Um, I would like just to continue this idea, the gift of righteousness, part two. Uh, Romans chapter 5, verse 17, please. Romans chapter 5, verse 17. For if by the trespass of one man death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Death came by one man. The gift of righteousness came by the other. It calls that this gift of God is a, a God's abundant provision of grace. Hallelujah. Abundant provision of grace. And the gift of righteousness, we reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. The Old Testament is center, centered on obedience. The New Testament, the operating word is remembrance. The reason we remember now is because the work that we are dealing with is a finished work. We are entering into and have entered into a finished work. Our job is just to remember. And as we remember, well, we remember properly, uh, we should be feeling pretty good about ourselves. Because the righteousness of God is now ours by way of gift. As opposed to a righteousness earned by, 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 uh, by works. Um, and we learned about this last year, the difference between uh, uh, grabbing and uh, embracing our righteousness is the battle between remembrance and forgetting, distractions uh, and focus, if you remember. And we had that beautiful diagram where everybody in heaven, no distraction, everybody knows what their job is, everybody knows what the focus is, everybody knows what they're supposed to do, and everyone, as, as everyone focus, hallelujah. The tapestry of heaven is complete. Everybody finds their place. Uh, we, we, we are the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. When Jesus took the elements, he said, do this in remembrance of me. Take this bread. Take this cup. Do this in remembrance of me. It's a finished work. Hallelujah. The New Testament assignment is remembrance. Praise the Lord. You know, when, when money is deposited into your account, eh, your phone gets a notification a text message right and what's that notification that notification is a reminder of what's yours in the bank account praise the lord as soon as you see that notification your mind agrees and is renewed to the new account hallelujah and because your mind is now renewed to this blessed deposit the hotel that you were planning to walk by you slow down a little bit and you say i think i'll go you start acting differently you start thinking differently because your mind has been transformed and has been renewed according to your deposit. If you forget, you will live as if you did not have any deposit. You will walk by the hotel that you could easily afford. I think I'm talking to somebody right now. The deposit is not the thing that makes the difference. The remembrance is what makes the difference. And Jesus told us to remember because there's something deposited in your account. It is called the gift of righteousness. The gift of right standing with God. The gift of the new creation. The gift of the authority of heaven. We, uh, we talked about last week this, this problem of distraction. Uh, our enemy is distraction. Because there's so many distractions, we are all over the place in this world and we forget so easily in heaven the only real difference between here and heaven is that there is no distraction in heaven the view is clear there's no phone calls there's no business appointment meeting 
Uh, but there's no distraction. Everybody is focused. Because there's, there's freedom from distraction in heaven. Everybody is focused. The same Jesus that is Lord in heaven is also Lord over the earth. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He reigns over all the universe. Hallelujah. Heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool. He is God Almighty. He is God of heaven and earth. His family is heaven and earth. But in earth we have distractions, whereas in heaven we don't, we don't have any distractions. Everyone is focused on the Lamb of God. Everyone has no remembrance issue because they know how to focus. For us on the earth to step into that place of focus, we have to push through some things. We have to push through some, 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 some things. Lord help us. Hallelujah. Um, uh, we on earth are also troubled because we don't live uh, uh, in spirit only. We are a combination of flesh and spirit. Okay. We are, uh, we are, we are born again. The minute we are born again, we are born of spirit. We are born of God. We are new creation instantly. The minute anybody says yes to Jesus, all things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. I said all things have become new. All things have become new. Amen. Praise the Lord. But you know, after you get saved, I don't know about you, but if, if you go look at the mirror, the same face is looking back at you in the mirror. Right? The same uh, pimples is there. That's not a new creation. Eh? The same uh, uh, hair, uh, color, turning issues are still there when you look at the mirror. Amen. Some of, the, some of us, you know, the struggle is the hair that used to be there is trying to go on vacation. All right. And you thought that you were a new creation. You thought all things had become new. But the same struggles that you had before physically are still there. Amen. That's why some of us were late coming to church this morning. Because the struggle is real. Amen. The new birth experience, it's real, but it's in the spirit realm. It's not in the, what transforms is not our physical body. It's a change on the inside. We are children of God in the spirit. It's a spiritual transaction. It's a spiritual deposit. It's just as real as the physical world. All right. But it's done in the spirit. Our name is registered in heaven. Our, 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 our home is in heaven. So now we are, we, are, we are a combination of this flesh, all right, and spirit. Uh, Paul put it this way. We hold this treasure in jars of clay, right? So, so we're, we're in this, this combination. And because we, are, we gravitate so much to the earthly realm, our flesh is, is attached because we move by what we see and what we hear. Uh, our spiritual side is almost in a state of non-existence. Because we are so inundated by this earthly realm. In fact, it's a long journey to go from flesh to spirit. And when we start, we, we always start the journey from flesh to spirit in the flesh. We never start in the spirit. The spirit is there, but the journey starts in the flesh. And because the flesh is so strong, because the desires are so strong, because the appetite and the, the, the lust for power, wealth, all of the temptations, all of the, the issues, the drives, the desires, because they are so strong, we many times don't make it to the place of the spirit. And we fall short. And Lord, help us if we fall short and start developing doctrinal positions about God. Lord, help us if we fall short and start developing opinions about God. Because we have not been purely sanctified and set apart from our fleshly part. We are just as saved as we always will be saved. But to step, tap into the greater man, it requires a little bit of a journey. It requires a little bit of a, of a, of a fight. Jesus put it this way. Jesus said, 
or the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So, so, so we have to do something with this weak flesh to step into the area of the spirit. Amen? Amen, amen? So I'm trying to take all of us on a journey today. If we don't take that journey, this is just nothing but a good lecture. Good lecture. One time someone told me, wonderful lecture. This is not lecture. Eh? This is a journey from the state of flesh that we drug into here on this Sunday morning. And by the time we leave, we're in a different space. Hallelujah. Because we have tapped into that greater man inside of us. Hallelujah. This is not performance. This is a journey for each and every one of us to start going into the greater man. To growing into the realm of the spirit. The two are at odds with one another. The spirit despises the things of the flesh. And the flesh despises the things of the spirit. And woe be unto us if we build our entire Christian life in the flesh. Which is possible. But when we do that we are inaccurate. We are off center. That's what the Pharisees and Sadducees did. They built their theological position from the flesh. They looked at the, the math and did the calculations and they concluded that Jesus could not be the son of God because he had to be born in Bethlehem. And in their understanding, according to the scriptures and their calculation, Jesus was born in Nazareth. But he was not born in Nazareth. He was born in Bethlehem, but he was called a Nazarene at the same time. May the Lord help us from developing doctrinal positions in the flesh. If they had gone by the Spirit, hallelujah, they would have saved themselves a lot of headache. Simeon, driven by the Spirit, not by the calculation. He went straight to Jesus and understood by the Spirit exactly who he was. Oh, hallelujah. You see, in heaven, we don't have any distraction because there is no flesh there. The body we wear in heaven is different from this body. That might be good news for you or bad news. I don't know. But either way, all of us get a new body when we go up there. But it's free of distraction. Hallelujah. To be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. Hallelujah. We're going on a journey today. And one thing I learned, we were, we were praying this week. And it's just such a blessing what God did at, at, at prayer. Jesus help us. Uh, I, think, uh, I think Haley just blessed me so much. She said... Uh, like me and like all of us, except for Emma, if you're honest, we really like prayer, spiritual things. The first thing you think is, uh, I could not believe. I said, seven days prayer and fasting. And I said, Jesus, what am I saying? Seven days, right? Uh, because your flesh does not like that seven days. And, and if we're honest, she was saying, you know, I don't like it. But when I started praying, started praying, I didn't feel anything. By the way, the first thing that you will encounter when you experience or go into a season of seeking God or prayer and fasting, the first thing you will experience is opposition and, and, and discouraging thoughts. And you're really wasting your time. And who do you think you are? And aren't you so tired? Aren't you so hungry? Aren't you so hungry? Everything that you push into it has a resistance because your flesh does not want to go there. But Haley says, she says so beautifully. But after a while, I crossed over. And when you cross over, it's like, wow. Am I right, Haley? You know, I love the fact that she said that because that's my testimony just about every time I pray. I usually pray in the mornings because it's good for me, just for me, to pray in the mornings before, before the phone rings, before you all start calling me. Right? It's good to... And, and, and almost every time, if I was honest, my first step is a step of, uh, of man, I'm tired. 
Couldn't I be doing something else right now? I don't feel the presence of God. I don't feel the, 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 the heaven descending on me. There is no glory. There's boring, boring, boring. But you have to push through a little bit. And as you keep pushing through, you'll get to a place where you cross over. And it's no longer you. Hallelujah. Almost every time, uh, the way I start my prayer and the way I finish is two different countries. And two different energies. And two different excitements. What happened? I tapped into the greater me. It's kind of like flying. You know, when the plane flies, it bumps up against this thing called gravity. And gravity basically says, you cannot fly. Where do you think you're going? Who do you think you're... You actually, excuse me. And the plane, if it listened to that voice, it will stay grounded. And it will just go driving around for a nice ride. But the plane has this determination to live in a realm beyond this pull of gravity. And it actually has to fight. And that's why if you're ever on a plane and you start taking off, there is a little bit of, of, uh, of turbulence. The reason there is turbulence is because there's a fight between the forces that want to keep the plane down and the determination of the plane to go up to the next level. And as it keeps pushing, and it keeps pushing, and it keeps pushing, the gravity says, oh, no, you don't. And the plane says, oh, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Oh, no, you don't. Yes, I can. And the turbulence, oh, no, you don't. Oh, yes, I can. And the fight is real. But then all of a sudden, And then you hit this place called cruising altitude. Jesus. You can take your seatbelt off. Come on. You can put your seat back. You can watch a movie. You can look at the birds. Amen? Why, why are you able to do that? Because you've hit cruising altitude. You've broken the plane of gravity. The resistance has given in. And, and it's kind of the same way when we pray and seek the Lord. Hallelujah. You will rarely feel like flying when you start. Everything will take. But if you keep pushing and keep pushing, you will break, break through and get to this place of the Spirit. Hallelujah. And, and, and the righteousness of God is always there. But the righteousness of God in the new creation, it's designed to connect with God. That's why we've been born again. God wanted us to have that place of fellowship with Him. It's kind of like the, the, the electrical outlet and the plug. Those two are designed for each other. But until the plug steps into the, the, the socket, hmm, the power in the whole house will be, will be off. There will be no appliances working as long as that thing. But once you plug in, there goes the lights. There goes the refrigerator. Come on, somebody. There goes the, the help me, the television. And everybody said, yeah. sisters, there goes all your hair appliances in Jesus' name. Mm. Praise the Lord. What's happening? What's happening is you're connecting and everything. In fact, when, when, when we started prayer this last uh, Friday, it's, it's like uh, we, were, we were talking about that uh, afterwards. The, the room that we left and the room where we entered was two different rooms. We went somewhere. What, 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 what happened? We fought that gravity and we stepped in and we fellowshiped with God. We plugged in. We didn't even pray for needs. Because when the appliance is, uh, when the power is, is plugged in, you don't need to pray for the television to work. You don't need to pray for the lamps to come on. Come on, somebody. Everything is met through that connection. Hallelujah. And when we connect, 
power is on. And I'm feeling a little bit of resistance. Some of you are still on the ground and, and fighting resistance now. I promise you, by the time we finish service today, we will, we will enter into that space in Jesus' name. You will hit cruising altitude. We're not going to pray for needs today. The socket will answer all your needs. God will visit you according to his excellent riches and glory. Amen. Uh, you know, Emma was saying the other day, Jesus prayed a lot. Jesus prayed all the time. In fact, he prayed so much the disciples asked him how to pray, right? He, Jesus would finish a revival meeting where everybody was fed and then he would go to the mountain to pray, to start praying. We always pray before the service that God would help us. Jesus prays after service, after breakthrough. You know, when we take rest, Jesus is praying. Why is Jesus praying so much? Uh, he is the Son of God. He is the Lamb of God. When he was born, heaven threw a party. Right? What's the need for Jesus if he's the Son of God, if he's the righteousness of God, he has no sin in him? Why is Jesus praying when he's in the earth? I believe that Jesus was praying while he's in the earth is, that, is because that although he is the Son of God and he is seated at the right hand of the Father, the Bible says he humbled himself and he came down to earth and put on flesh, Philippians chapter 2. And he became just like every one of us. So, so that means that he, he took on flesh, meaning he also had a flesh part and a spirit part. The difference with Jesus and us is that he was without sin, whereas we, we, okay, Jesus had no, no sin. But even though he had no sin, he had a flesh. He had eyes that saw things, ears that heard things. Even though he was the son of God, he had to put the flesh in check so that the spirit in him right he had the, the 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 spirit of god fell upon him and never left but he looked just like every other man on the surface right right so jesus had to hit the runway just like everybody else actually there's a lot of argument in the ch church history has divided that the big fights of church history was over the nature of christ how much percent was was spirit spirit and how much was, was flesh and how those are defined is it two in one or one in two or fusion of of, of one in two and two in one like the, so so you can't tell one from the other these are the arguments that divided the church that's another message for another place but suffice to say i think all agree with what what the, the what john the apostle said in john one the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us as long as there is flesh you're going to have to do something with that flesh so that the spirit will always dominate. Jesus would pray all night on the Mount of Olives, then come and teach. It's basically breathe in, breathe out, right? Breathe in of the spirit. See, all of us are created just like Adam. Adam was created from the dust of the earth. But then God poured, breathed his spirit into him and he became a living being. So Adam was this mix of part that earthly part and part the spirit part. Part of him was from the earth. Part of his was, was from, from the spirit of God. And he was the perfect mix of two until he sinned. And all of us, we have a flesh part that came from the earth that will go back to the earth. But we also have a spirit part, hallelujah, that comes from God. And, and so the idea is that while the two are living together, one will always dominate the other. And it is upon us to make sure that the flesh is put in check. Hit that runway and say we will fly. 
Everything about us will remind us of our offenses, remind us of our passions and desires. Everything. When you start praying, all of a sudden you get so hungry. Right? The flesh wars against the spirit. And the spirit wars against the flesh. The spirit is just as real as your flesh sitting there. You just can't see it. Your problems, your headaches, your drama, your depression is in the flesh. You've been in the flesh too long. Every light, every breakthrough, every healing, every cruising altitude is in the spirit. Hallelujah. So if Jesus had to work on his flesh, I believe you're going to have to work on your flesh as well. You're going to have to tell your flesh to shut up. Tell your flesh, flesh to be quiet, to behave. Tell your flesh which way it's going to go as opposed to the other way around. Amen, amen. Amen? So having said that, I think it's helpful to see this scripture. I'd like us to go to Romans chapter 12 and verse 1. This is very familiar scripture, but I want us to read this scripture through the stuff that we've been sharing just now. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, verse 1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Stop. Now, when we read that, offer your bodies as living sacrifices, I think uh, for, for many of us, maybe that sounds kind of disgusting. Like laying down and killing yourself or allowing yourself to be slaughtered, right? Because that's the language that it used. But it's not talking about that. In light of this spirit-flesh war that we have, right? We can understand how powerful this truth is, all right? Uh, what we're doing is we're laying down everything that is belonging to this earthly side. The stuff that comes from the earth Every desire, every power for, for lust for power, lust of money, lust of pride of life. Amen. Everything that comes so natural and quick to us is saying, sacrifice that. Make that a living sacrifice. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what the will of God is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. What that tells me is that if I am part flesh and part spirit, and let's say this part is my flesh and this part is my spirit, I will never be able to discern the good, perfect, and pleasing will of God in the flesh. The best interpretation will be a, a, a far cry. It will be interpreting scriptures and interpreting Jesus like the Pharisees and the Sadducees did. And it's possible to build a big kingdom, a big structure, a big denomination on these doctrinal points right here. He says, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, which is your spiritual act of worship. Get on the runway and make the journey from flesh to spirit. And as you start making that journey from flesh to spirit, the Bible says, this is your spiritual act of worship to sacrifice that and come into this. And when you come into this place, hallelujah, then you will know. And discern the will of God. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. That tells me that you better get here before you ask her to marry you. You're welcome. You better get here before you make that big altering life decision. You better get over here before you decide what you're going to say to the pastor after this service. That was for me. You, you are able to be accurate on this side. There it's guesswork at best. May the Lord help us to make this journey today. May the Lord help us to hit the runway today. Your flesh, the Bible says the flesh, is, the spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. He said the word that I have given you, they are spirit and they are life. Amen. 
Hallelujah. The, 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 the spiritual man has his mind set on what the spirit desires. Hallelujah. Can we say amen? amen. Are we all right? May the Lord help us this morning. I think this is an appropriate message for a church of this makeup because we all come from such different earthly places and we're all influenced. There's so many different cultures and languages represented here and everybody has their own. And in any other setting, this is asking for a fight. Even how we do church in our different cultures is different. You know, they, 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 I think if I get it right, they told me, they smoke cigarettes, the Christians smoke cigarettes in southern Germany, but they don't drink. In northern Germany, they don't smoke, but bless God, they do drink. And whenever they come together, they look at each other like this. Jesus. <laughs> one is smoking, one is drinking, right? Your culture has, has, has taught you certain things. I, maybe I should not have said that in Ethiopia because we don't smoke or drink. All right? But we fight, bless the Lord, we fight. <laughs> Hallelujah, right? Everybody has their own persuasion. Everybody has their own flavor. But we have all been born of spirit. So the, 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 that means that each one of us has an obligation to step away from this earthly whatever it is. And so we're going to get on the runway today. We're going to take a little journey together. Hallelujah. And we're going to go into that place of spirit. Worshipping the Lord in spirit and in truth. These are the kind of worshippers that the Lord seeks. The Lord does not seek song singers. He seeks worshippers. What's worshippers? Those who have laid down, hallelujah, presented their bodies as a living sacrifice. In the morning, personally, that means I don't feel like praying, but I pray anyway. I worship you anyway. I know in heaven they are doing worship 24-7 because there's no distraction. So I remove all distractions this morning on earth. And I make a highway to the things of my spirit, hallelujah. Can we say amen? amen? It's the clear air up there. The depression leaves up there. The burden gets lighter up there. Hallelujah. Ethiopia looks so different from up there. Hallelujah. Amen, amen? Praise the Lord. So, so we're, we're going to just uh, do something practical. Take this to the lab. Uh, we have a few minutes. Praise the Lord. Everybody stand on your feet. Now I'm going I'm to show you. We're going to do experiment now. If you have a, actually let's do this. If you have a problem or a, a, an issue, a court case, something that's, that you came in here carrying that's heavy, just raise your hand. Yeah. No, no, raise your hand. I, I, something I really need God's help today. Yeah, don't worry. I'm not going to, it's not a trick question. And it's not unspiritual. We all have problems from time to time. All right, look at all these hands. Now what we're going to, I'm not going to pray for you. I'm not going to pray for you. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to help you and everybody to go into the realm of the spirit. Because our problems are not in the spirit. Our solutions are in the spirit. Our problems is in the flesh. Right? This was a flesh-made problem. A flesh-made accusation. A flesh-made enemy. Right? And what we're going to do, all of us together, in the name of Jesus. Some of you are really resisting. I feel turbulence. We're going to drag this flesh up to the place of spirit, cruising altitude in Jesus' name. Cruising altitude. And then afterwards, you're going to all of a sudden feel that the burden is lifted. For some of you, it's not even a matter of getting the answer that you're praying for. It's just getting that freedom in your spirit. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
I tell the story, I told the story before, it's a, it was a big turning point in my life. I had a prayer request this high because my problems were this high when I was early in ministry. And I had said yes to the Lord and Lord is allowing me to pass through all this drama. And I wasn't praying, I had actually stopped praying. I started complaining. My prayer time was a grocery list. Jesus, help me. Jesus, you're quiet on me. Jesus, you left me. I said yes, and I'm Abba's son. That should come with some points in the kingdom, right? Everything is falling apart. My weight was so heavy. Everything that I touched, you know, the Bible says, I will bless the work of your hands. Everything that I touched fell apart. It's like, don't come near me. And I began complaining. And I remember the preacher said, I was watching TV and the preacher said, the problem with some of you is you're coming to Jesus with your prayer request list. Your grocery list. The protocol for entering the kingdom of God. The protocol for entering his presence is not grocery list. It's enter into his gates with thanksgiving. The protocol is thanksgiving. And I went upstairs. I closed the door. Eh? I closed the door on this side, my flesh side. I took all my problems and just did not pay attention. I put them on the side. And I just began, I, on my knees, I'll never forget it. And I began to just, just what I, what I heard the preacher say, enter with thanksgiving. And while I entered into thanksgiving, all of a sudden, the problems are still there, but all of a sudden, something starts to change in the bathroom. And I somehow ended over here. And I felt physically, I felt the wind of heaven blowing on my face. For the next two or three months, that was my, 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 I come home from work, close the door, and I just experienced that presence of God. Hallelujah. And it was a turning point for, for me in my life, but also in my family, in my, in, my, in my ministry. God visited everything that was, and so every solution that we need on that side, it's found over here. And after that, the glory showed up in my ministry. After that, my name was even changed. Nobody called me Pastor Z. Pastor Z came from here. Before that experience, people called me Yegash Betelich. After that, Z. There is something of solution, something of light, something of blessing that comes from His presence. But we're going to have to fight through and push through. Can we say amen? What we're going to do, all of us, on, on no music, no warm fuzzies, Okay, just as I, we're just going to start entering with thanksgiving, right? I, I'll, I'll tell you when. But it's, it's something so powerful because the runway to the spirit starts in the flesh. Amen? Now use your mouth as your legs and walk out of. And into. if you have the prayer language of praying in the spirit, I want you to pray now in the spirit. If you don't have a prayer language, just pray a word of praise and thanksgiving like they're doing in heaven right now. The Lamb takes center stage in heaven. Hallelujah. Everybody just lift your voice right now. Hallelujah. Just praise Him and thank Him right now. Hallelujah. He is a great and mighty God. Hallelujah. Start in the flesh. Hallelujah, Father God, I give you praise. Hallelujah, I give you worship. Hallelujah. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Press through your runway right now in the name of Jesus. Press through, hallelujah. Press through right now, hallelujah. I know I don't feel like it either, but press through. Let's take a little journey now, hallelujah. There it goes now, hallelujah. Come on, press in, press in, press in. Great and mighty are you, God. I give a sacrifice of praise unto you right now, hallelujah. Worthy is the Lamb of God that was slain, hallelujah. Worthy is the Lamb of God that was slain. Hallelujah, he is here.
Just grab the hand of the person next to you right now. The Lord inhabits the praise of his people. Even as electricity passes through, the currents pass through the connections. Hallelujah. Let this presence of God be so tangible in each heart right now in the name of Jesus. I speak to every demonic oppression, every lie, every weight and burden, every depression, every sickness and disease. Hallelujah. May the fullness of joy take the place of every demonic stronghold now in the name of Jesus. May every lie that has been harbored in the hearts of the people of God, let it be ejected right now. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I come against every spirit that has felt at home and felt comfortable in the hearts of the people of God. Comfort that is a lie. Michot, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I come against it now. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father God. Right now, provision like a river. Hallelujah. Provision like a river. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father God. Court case in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Court case in the name of Jesus. God, go before. Be the judge yourself. Hallelujah. A solution that comes from the judge of judges and the king of kings. Hallelujah. I come against every every uh yeah yeah headache migraine right now in the name of jesus hallelujah sweep over your people now father god in the presence of god is the fullness of joy and at his right hand forevermore so father god i thank you that we have hit cruising altitude now i thank you father god the air is different now i thank you that we have engaged with the greater one who lives in us and I pray that this would be the standard. Father God, in Jesus' name. Woo, hallelujah. Yeah. Thank you for clarity in decisions. No more gray. No more guesswork, hallelujah. No more guesswork. Hallelujah, Jesus. The light shines in the darkness. The darkness comprehends it not. I give you praise, Father God. Whew. I give you praise, Father God. Can we give Jesus a hand clap for what he's doing right now? just want to pray before we leave uh, this moment. Uh, the Lord has been speaking to me. There is a spirit of fear. Fear that's tormenting. Not just one, two, three people. Many people in here. You think it's natural. It is not natural. For the child of God for a child of God to be dominated with this spirit of fear is not normal. So let's all lift our hands and really resist and break this fear, spirit of fear, which is a lie actually. It's not even truth. Because God said, I have not given you the spirit of fear, but the spirit of love and power and of a sound mind. Fear gives entrance to the enemy to come 
and torment you. When there is no fear in you, but love, faith, praise and thanksgiving, the enemy cannot have an entrance in your life to torment you. No entrance. So I come against this spirit. Lift your hands. If you are, it's me, Jesus, touch me. Lift your hands. We all together at the body pray again. This is spirit of fear. Fear is from the devil himself. It's not from God. The word of God speaks against it. Fear not so many, so many, so many, so many, so many times. So may our ears open today to take a really standard against this spirit. Crush it, resist it, repeat it in the name of Jesus. Take off your hands from the child of God. Take off your hands. I see men, you you hide it but you are afraid of so many things it's from not from God it's not yours it's from Satan we kick it out in the name of Jesus we curse it in the name of Jesus say all of you I'm not afraid I'm loved I'm blessed I'm a house of God I have faith in God and no fear in me from this moment in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Father, thank you so much for the way you blessed us and you filled our, filled our heart and our mouth with joy and celebration. Thank you for the generosity of your people. I pray, Father, that you would surprise each person with the new inflow of blessings in health in kind many other ways Lord many may have given out of their needs but I bless you and believe you to honor their faithfulness and bless them even more abundantly Father this house will be completed in time and Lord, we will celebrate with the people of God from Africa and across the world. Thank you in advance for what you are going to do. Now we pray for our pastor as he leaves tomorrow for England, that your strength, your wisdom, your insight and revelation would flow upon his life. Lord, that in short time, you will do a lot more. And he puts together his paper. Father, help him. Give him an inspiration. Give him insight. Not just for academic purposes. And I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that his thesis that he's engaged with will really bring a different light in the service of the kingdom of God here on earth, particularly in Africa. We pronounce God's blessing and God's protection upon him. Father, now stretch out your hands and receive the blessings of the Lord. The Lord bless you. The Lord shine his face upon you. The Lord's grace be upon your life and your family. As you go out, I pray that the joy of the Lord would be your strength. The wisdom of the Lord would guide you in every interaction or transaction you would be making this week. God be with you in peace. God be with you in joy. God be with you in gladness 
and in a spirit of praise and adoration. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and all of God's people say, Amen. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Hallelujah.